0: Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Conspiracy Buzz. I am Bailey, and with me as always is Venice. And for this week's episode, we will be talking about movie fan theories.
1: If you are a new listener, we make podcasts about new and old theories about major events in our history. Um, we have a website at cons- conspiracybuzz.nitosa.org where you can find information about our podcast,
0: an email, and some merch. Yeah, so for today, we thought it would be a good thing to, like, lay back and have an episode where we talk about, like, movie conspiracy theories. That Mm -hmm. movies where fans have made, essentially, theories about how different movies were made and how characters were developed and their backstories.
1: Mm
0: So, the first one, it's, uh, it's about Nemo and the movie... Nemo. Yeah. Yeah. And so for the opening scene, uh, Marlon, the dad, uh, is awoken from a barracuda attack on his family to find that he only had one of his... That one of his eggs survived. And his, it's, it's quote-unquote Nemo. But some people believe that, that he only imagined that that one son survived. So he had imagined it, and which means Nemo isn't real, but only a fragment of his imagination.
1: Mm-hmm. I heard that it was like... Nemo's supposed to represent some type of mental disorder that the dad had. mm mm-hmm. um, So, yeah. He just went through a crisis after all of his mm-hmm. children and
0: his wife died. That's what's kind of sad, but I mm-hmm. do. I could see that. And then for the next one, we have the Joker is an Iraq war veteran. So, uh, many uh, Batman fans, including me, have speculated about the Joker's origin story. Um so this one suggests that the villain was a former soldier in the Iraq war who suffered from PTSD post-traumatic stress disorder. This is not only explains his facial scarring and his extensive knowledge of explosives and firearms, but also suggests a deeper insight into his madness and tortured psych. Mm. It's very weird. Fun fact, I have actually never seen Batman. <laughs> the really good movies. I definitely will say. Okay. Should we do we should do the Aladdin one. So Uh oh yeah, I read a little bit about this
1: one. There's a theory that the movie Aladdin, the cartoon, is set in a post apocalyptic future. Um, so that could explain why the genie could make so many like current pop culture references. Oh yeah. Um, like he did an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's kinda weird hmm and so that's why people were thinking that, because he had been locked up in a lamp for 10,000 years, so, like, how would he know how to do
0: that? Uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah. That's kind of creepy. hmm Like, you just watch these movies as a kid, and you think nothing of it, and then as soon as, like, these theories come out, you're like, it's weird, but it makes sense. hmm It makes total sense. hmm But, I think, I don't know, they sound pretty cool. Yeah. There's also, of course, the
1: one that everybody talks about, which is the Simpsons, the show, The Simpsons, mm-hmm. and everybody talks about um, how they've kind of like predicted things in the future, mm-hmm. like the Donald Trump election, coronavirus stuff like that.
0: Oh yeah, it's very it's very weird to think about that everybody is able mm-hmm. to just come up with these theories. I know it's weird. So, the next one is a classic, the movie Home Alone from the 1990s. Um, so, the theory is that Kevin grows up to be the Jigsaw from the Saw franchise. So, Home Alone is the origin story of the serial killer Jigsaw, otherwise known as John Kramer, from the Saw horror movies. Proponents of this theory point that the numerous connections linking Kevin to Jigsaw, including a nearly identical appearance, violent tendencies, and a similar knack for body, for booby traps it's kind of weird if you're not convinced think about how kevin's feared childhood basement seems to be recreated in saw 2 in one of the scenes in particular kevin hallucinates the furnace as a monster which very well might have been inspired his act of burning someone alive in a furnace as jigsaw later on
1: hmm which makes sense (laughs) um just connecting to the one character turning into a different character There's a theory about Toy Story. You know in the Mm -hmm. first Toy Story, um, the kid across the street, Sid? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He grows up to be the garbage man in Toy Story 3. And people think that because he's always wearing a black shirt with a skull on it Mm -hmm. um, in the first movie. And then the garbage man in the
0: third movie is wearing the same shirt. That's creepy. I I definitely know that. I think Disney does that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, to give, like... Not this, but, like, quote-unquote subliminal messages, I guess? Yeah. And I think it makes
1: sense because in the third movie, that was when Andy gave all of his toys away. Mm-hmm. So they would be old enough to have a job like that.
0: Oh, yeah. um, So, yeah. Oh, this one. So, this one is about the movie The Wizard of Oz from 19, from 1990? 39. So... So, they think Dorothy is the Wicked Witch of the East. So, so what if Dorothy's time in Oz wasn't a dream at all, but an alternate reality? Based on the fact that nearly every major figure Dorothy meets in the Oz has a com- counterpart in her real life from Kansas, one wild fan theory suggests that Dorothy also has a parallel counterpart in the alternate reality, and it's oh. none other than the Wicked Witch of the East. Mm. Just think about how we never see the face of the Wicked Witch of the East before she conveniently gets crushed by Dorothy's house. And how suggestively the only thing we know about her is that she and Dorothy have the same shoe size. Coincidence? Maybe not.
1: I think (sighs) that's a good theory because if she went into the alternate
0: universe, obviously there can't be two of her. So the Wicked Witch of the East has to be gone. And she, like, I feel like it would work because maybe she, like, pretends. She could get, like, intel. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. In reality, she isn't, so everybody lives in quote unquote peace. So yeah. Maybe she could come back and, like, do something. Well, that's an
1: interesting one. I haven't heard about that.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> Ooh, Monsters Inc. The monsters are scared of the Black Death. Here, let's see what this one Um. So this suggests that the monsters have been um, traveling to the human world for a long time, like since the Middle Ages. Um, And one fan theory suggests that the first time the monsters made contact with the human world was during the time of the Black Death. That's why the monsters are terrified of contact with humans to this day, like the the Black Death. Um, the, like, plague? plague? Yeah, the Oh, plague. my God. So maybe that's why they're so afraid of, like, humans and touching them
0: and stuff. Like, they have to wear the hazmat suits and stuff.
1: I think oh that makes God, sense. Oh, my God,
0: that makes so much sense.
1: Because, obviously, Boo doesn't have... Bubonic plague. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have the plague, but they're still scared of her. Oh, my God. That one makes sense.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. Um, Oh yeah. So in the, um, back to the future movies, there's a theory that doc Brown was suicidal. So he was thinking like, if my experiment doesn't work this time, then I don't want to try anymore. I don't want people to know that I failed. So he stood in front of the car. Do you remember that when he was (gasps) trying to make the car travel with, the dog inside uh-huh. in the first movie he stood in front of it and he made Marty stand in front of it too so if it didn't work it would have hit them and then they would have both been dead and then nobody would have to know like oh my god yeah it's a pretty dark one but <laughs> right. but he was depressed because of his failures as an inventor because
0: none of the other ones really worked. oh that's creepy. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Ah, so it's a theory, so for the movie Jurassic Park in 1993, it suggests that uh, the dinosaurs aren't actually real. So according to the theory that posits that the dinosaurs aren't real, Jurassic Park is actually an elaborate scheme of park creator John Hammond to make profit from the deceptive spectacle. In other words, he created the dinosaurs from a mix of existing animal DNA into what people think they look like. So if you're not convinced, just recall Hammond, Hammond's speech about how he started his career in a flea circus designed to trick children, which certainly suggests that he has no problem earning his fortune on selling people false realities. Plus, the theory would definitely explain why the park dinosaurs are pretty historically inaccurate. None of them have feathers and were the correct size.
1: Hmm. Well, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, well, it's a fun topic to research. It's fun to see different fan theories and stuff about movies that we talk about all the time.
0: Oh, yeah. So, thank you guys for listening to this week's podcast about movie theories. We hope you guys enjoyed this week's content and hope you guys come back for our next episode. Um. Make sure you guys
1: subscribe and leave a review or comment about our podcast. And you could even email us with suggestions or questions. Our email is on our website at
0: conspiracybuzz.nitosa.org. We thank you guys for listening to this week's podcast. And we hope you guys enjoyed it. And yeah. Yeah. See you later. (laughs) Adios.